Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined today by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. So we have a slightly slower week ahead for dominant global macroeconomic data releases. Is this going to be a chance, perhaps, to look outside the recent rather acute focus on the US? Yeah, that's that's right. We've certainly had that uh, acute focus, as you say, on US economic and monetary policy trajectory. And whilst we do expect that to continue, there is, as you say, a chance this week to look outside of the US. Now, one area in particular that we're going to be focused on is Japan. The Tuesday sees the release of Japanese CPI for January, and that will focus the market's attention on the prospects for the removal of negative interest rate policy. Japan finally reaching monetary normalisation, whilst the rest of the world's policy has peaked and they're looking in the opposite direction. Now, Bank of Japan Governor Ueda said this week that Japan is experiencing inflation. We see that as a dramatic turnaround from the past decade of the fight against deflation in Japan, also arguing that the virtuous economic cycle is getting stronger. Now, market emphasis is focused around the March meeting, that's March the 19th, where we have three basis points of positive uh, rates priced. And the April the 26th meeting, where seven basis points are priced for the date at which uh, Japan announces the removal of this negative interest rate policy. So this week's CPI data is going to be a big focus in that regard and have significant implications uh, for JGBs, for Japanese equities uh, and also for the yen. Uh, Elsewhere, we also see Australian CPI uh, and the RBNZ are expected to leave rates unchanged, albeit maybe uh, emphasising the recent shift towards an easing bias. Continued growth and inflation moderation, the key to that topic, which we discuss further in this week's blog in relation to the recent hawkish repricing in the US rate curves. Now, we've seen some rather high profile equity moves in in the US, not to mention any sort of individual names in particular. But also over the last couple of weeks, we've discussed the potential impact of China reopening after the New Year period. Do we see perhaps the sentiment that we've seen in equity markets broadening out into global equities? Very good question, Matt. Yes, uh, of course, the US and uh, China are uh, the most dominant factors, not just uh, in the global economy, but also in the global equity space. Now, back from Spring Festival, uh, the data suggests that travel and spending data has been very strong over the holiday period. Uh, There has been a cut in the five-year LPR rate, reduced by a record 25 basis points, specifically likely targeted at the mortgage market and the issues surrounding the property sector that remains uh, in China. Data on house prices that came out this week showed that price declines have slowed, so a mild positive there. And equity market sentiment in China has also started to tick up this year as the tech and AI dominant themes that we see in the US are also mirrored. Now the CS300 is back to levels, the low points uh, that we've seen in 2020 and 2022, just to uh, reaffirm the recent bearishness that we've seen in the equity market space. Next week, we see manufacturing and services PMI for February, 
will be very closely watched, even if they may be a touch early to reflect on some of the positive on the rebound from the Chinese New Year holidays. Uh, but markets will be very attentive to see if both in the US and in China, recent gains in the equity space can be maintained. Now, of course, we can't forget about the US. So what events in particular are you going to be keeping an eye on in the week ahead? That's right. The rest of the world, in many respects at the moment, is relatively second order in relation to what's going on in the US, particularly in terms of the monetary policy trajectory, which is so important uh, for the rest of the, the global economy. Now, we will obviously be very attentive to any further Fed speakers and the continuing narrative uh, of cautiously dovish Fed speak. We get the release of the, the PCE inflation print. Now, we shouldn't expect a significant surprise, bearing in mind that we already have the CPI and PPI components on the month, and therefore it should be a relatively orderly extrapolation of those. But that'll be a focus nonetheless. Now, we also get US ISM manufacturing. Now, after the release of the global PMI data, this week, which has highlighted some stabilization and even potentially rebound in the manufacturing space. The US data will be watched very closely, even if it's a small part in comparison to the service sector of the US economy, which we expect in coming weeks. The big data ahead is going to be the non-farm payrolls on the 8th and the CPI print both for February on the 12th. And those are going to be very important, particularly in relation to the employment trajectory, which is emerging as the most critical part of the reaction function to the Federal Reserve. Excellent. Thank you, Neil. Plenty to be keeping an eye on in the week ahead. In the meantime, it is the weekend. It is indeed. Formula One continues testing ahead of an eagerly awaited Bahrain Grand Prix next weekend. In the cricket, it's India versus England in the fourth test from Ranchi. With the scores 2-1, with two to play, England have their work cut out, particularly on what seems to be a very tricky pitch this time round. In football, we get a full Premiership schedule after midweek Champions League disappointment for Arsenal. They'll be facing Newcastle in the pick of the weekend's action. But for me, this weekend is all about the rugby and home nation's action with Ireland versus Wales and Scotland versus England. Ireland and Scotland likely favourites, but expect plenty of big-hitting action in a respectful, sportsmanlike manner, of course. Absolutely. It is rugby after all. Thank you for joining us and outlining your thoughts on the week ahead. I look forward to catching up with you again next week. Thanks very much, Matt. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead. Information, data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed at professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. The information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities or any derivatives.